I'm now joined by Wendy Wong, head of sustainable investment partnerships at New York Life Investments, who currently offers 28 ETFs with over $4 billion in assets. Those are offered under the Index IQ brand. And one of the suites they rolled out last year is what's called their IQ Dual Impact Suite of ETFs, which we will be discussing this week. Uh, Wendy is now on the line with me from New York. Wendy, it's a pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so I think one of the biggest debates around ESG investing right now is whether it actually makes any difference, right? Whether it actually benefits society in any way. And we can certainly get into uh, that as it pertains to the investment side. But what's interesting about what you're doing with this dual impact suite is we know there's a tangible benefit because you're taking a portion of the proceeds from the ETF management fees and donating it to specific charitable causes. So before we get into discussing uh, some broader ESG topics, uh, I'd love for you to highlight these ETFs. And, and perhaps you can start by just giving us some background on where this idea came from and why Index IQ decided to uh, pursue these. Yeah, sure thing. So New York Life Investments is a multi-boutique model. And one of our investment boutiques, our biggest one actually, is based in Europe called Candrium. They have $165 billion in AUM and 25 years of experience in sustainable investing. So they've been doing this a long time. In fact, they launched their first sustainable investing fund in 1996, so way before it became um, you know, popular and more of a thing. And they were also an early signatory of the UNPRI in 2006. And since they joined New York Life Investments, we've been looking for ways to bring their expertise to the U.S. And among other ESG funds that they've built for New York Life Investments, for Index IQ, which, as you mentioned, is our ETF business, they've built a dual-impact ETF. And like you said, these dual-impact ETFs do have a dual impact. So it combines the potential for financial gain. We are an investment manager, of course, um, through impact investing. So, and all while helping to inspire change. So we'd like to think of it as a double bottom line approach to ESG investing, or even a simpler way to think about it is me-focused returns and we-focused good. So for the me-focused returns, each of these dual impact ETFs provide a targeted thematic investment uh, thesis, which seeks to deliver financial performance to investors. So we always start with that. And then we work with a nonprofit partner for each of these ETFs to leverage their expertise to create the index. And then, as you mentioned, there is definitely an impact component. So that's where the we-focused good comes in. So New York Life Investments, we reinvest a portion of the fund's management fees to these nonprofits who uses them to fund specific programs that are related to the ETF strategy. So we want to be able to measure the impact of our support. All right, so the four ETFs in this dual impact suite are, uh, let me go through these. One, the IQ Healthy Hearts ETF, ticker H-A-R-T. There's the IQ Cleaner Transport ETF, ticker C-L-N-R. The IQ and Gender Equality ETF, ticker E-Q-U-L. And then the IQ Clean Oceans ETF, ticker O-C-E-N. Maybe give us a quick snapshot on each of these. Uh, Tell us what these hold and the, uh, the the charitable cause associated with each. Yeah, sure thing. So the IQ Healthy Hearts ETF um, was developed with the American Heart Association. American Heart Association wants people to live longer and healthier lives without heart disease. So heart investment companies relevant to those initiatives, um, research and programming. 
and it supports the American Heart Association's Social Impact Fund, which works to address barriers of health inequality. For the IQ and gender equality, um, that's with Girls Who Code. Um, Equal is designed to offer investors exposure to U.S. companies that have demonstrated a commitment to gender equality. And then Girls Who Code uses our contribution to support their free program for girls in third to 12th grade um, so they can learn more about coding and careers in technology. Um, IQ Cleaner Transport, ETF. Um, provides exposure to global companies. So the equal is our only domestic um, ETF. The rest are global. Mm-hmm. Cleaner provides exposure to global companies that support the transition to more environmentally and more efficient transportation ta- technologies. Um, so as people want to rely less on fossil fuels, this invests in electric vehicles, but also bikes, buses, trains, and also the entire technology and value chain needed to support all of this. So that includes like the electric grid, the motors, the batteries, the underlying technology to make all this work. And we work with the National Wildlife Federation. Um, They're they're gonna be using our contribution to um, advance their climate solution programs to create a zero carbon future to protect wildlife and their habitats. And then finally, the IQ Clean Oceans ETF offers exposure to global companies that help protect and achieve a cleaner ocean through less pollution, um, so less plastics in the ocean, and then increased resource efficiency, so there's less um, damage to the oceans. We developed this to align with Oceana. They are the largest international advocacy ocean um, organization focused on ocean conservation. And they're using our contribution to protect and restore the ocean and reduce pollution from single-use plastics. Okay, so just to recap the, uh, the the charitable cause that's associated with each ETF, the Healthy Hearts ETF is associated with the American Heart Association, the Engender Equality ETF with Girls Who Can Code, the Cleaner Transport ETF with the National Wildlife Federation, and then the Clean Oceans ETF with Oceana. Um, I, I'm curious, how did you decide who would be the recipients of the donations? What, what was that process like? So we believe that partnering with leading nonprofit organizations that have expertise in their respective fields will help us build an investment solution that can be more efficient and more effective in realizing meaningful change. Um, And that was important. So each of these nonprofit organizations are expertise in their respective fields. They help influence the product design so that each ETF is aligned with the organization's principles. As an example, we learned a lot from National Wildlife Federation about how damaging emissions from fossil fuels are. Globally, transportation um, and the emissions from from, uh, transportation accounts for up to 20% of total emissions each year. And then we want to make sure that, you know, we want to make a real desire to make an impact. So we want to make sure that there's a measurable way of of being able to measure this. So we spent also a lot of time learning about what they're trying to achieve, what kind of impact they want to have, how are they measuring their success, how can we support and amplify that. And then, of course, cultural fit and integrity are really important, too. These are meant to be long-term partnerships. So as an example, Girls Who Code are working to fix the gender gap in technology. Fewer than one in five computer science graduates are women which is lower, it's trending lower than it has been in in previous years. And considering how widespread technology is, we use it in our schools, we use it in our everyday life, in every industry, in every company, 
you know, that's, that's concerning. Wendy, how do you see these ETFs being used in portfolios? And perhaps this will get us down the, the path towards talking a little more broadly about ESG. But to, to me, as I look at these, these look primarily like satellite holdings, right? They're thematic ETFs. So I guess uh, equal is a bit more broad or diverse if you look at the underlying holdings. But how do you see these being used in a portfolio? Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think that there's a lot of reasons that a satellite exposure to impact investments, to be thematic investments, can be used by a client in his or portfolio. Um, you know, we see you know an increase of value-driven consumers in general who use their dollars to influence change. You know, 68% of consumers say they consider a brand's social reputation before buying from them. So, similar to how an investor might seek out or avoid certain companies based on a company's views or actions, an investor could also use an impact fund to express a point of view. And then for clients who are completely new to thematic investing, this could be a way to test the waters. And then finally, all of these ETFs are are very diverse. Um, So it's a way to increase diversification with sector beta. Can you talk more about your first point? Because a question that I'm sure is on some people's mind is if someone really believes in these causes, uh, why not just donate directly to these various organizations, right? Why pair that donation with their investments? I'd love to have you expand on, on that a bit. Yeah, I mean, investors certainly can, and we actually hope that people continue to support their favorite causes with donations and time. But going back to the dual impact of nature of these ETFs, an investor can tap into a thematic fund based on a broad-based trend that's directly aligned with and supports important issues relating to health and well-being, gender equality, and the environment. Um, so, you know, it, it's just a way, if you're going to invest, it's a way of putting your money to work in two different ways. Um, so, you know, I'll give you another example. The Healthy Hearts ETF, the ticker is H-A-R-T, invests in companies who are working to treat and prevent heart disease. So heart disease, unfortunately, number one killer in the U.S., one American dies every 36 seconds from heart disease. That's staggering. And 80% of heart disease is preventable through a healthier and being more active. So heart is tapping into two investment opportunities here. One, treatments for heart disease are going to continue to be in high demand because it's a leading cause of death in both the U.S. and the world, actually. And our population is aging. Baby boomers, Gen X, everyone is getting a little older. And um, so they're going to need treatment for heart disease, but they're also realizing that there is a direct correlation between diet, activity, and health. So heart invests in bio and pharma companies, but also companies who are encouraging better eating and who offer products and services to be active. And then there's the impact component, of course. So the social impact fund um, is addressing healthy inequalities. So not only, you know, making sure people have access to medical services, but also food, housing, transportation, that all contributes to someone's well-being. And our support has accelerated this growth by nearly three times. So they used to be only, they used to have 33 investees in only five cities to 88 investees in 15. Wendy, if we put uh, the support for these various causes aside, I mean, clearly that has a direct tangible impact and that's a key component of this dual impact suite. I'd love to hear just more broadly how New York Life views sustainable investing overall. Do you view it as a potential alpha generator 
do you think that it really makes a difference in moving the ball forward on environmental and, and social issues and, and corporate governance? Because as I alluded to at the top, and, and I covered this a little bit in my previous segment, this is a big topic of debate right now uh, among investors. You know, ESG is getting a lot of attention. I think investors and advisors are spending a lot of time researching the space and you know trying to get their, their, their head around it. So, so what, what do you view as the rationale for sustainable investing overall? Well, what we're seeing today is that investors are demanding more when it comes to ESG investment approaches, and rightly so. In particular, they're demanding more from the companies in which they're investing. We've learned through our own research that we've done proprietary research on this, that one out of every two investors are inclined to invest with values in the same way they might buy or boycott companies because the company might have um, you know, a negative impact uh, on the environment or maybe they're not treating their employees well. We don't see this trend reversing. So you and I both have kids, and you probably already see. The kids, like, they're already questioning, and they do a lot more research on companies and brands than you and I both did at the same age. I don't want to speak for you, but... <laughs> no, that's, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and investing used to be based on an asset class, sector or geography, but the world and the companies have become increasingly more global. So advisors and investors are thinking about how, you know, how they construct their investment portfolios differently. So what this means for us is we'll continue to work with our investment boutiques, including Candrium, again, 25 years of ESG investing experience, to continue to, 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 continue to identify key investment trends so investors can tap into it and grow their portfolio. So at the core, we are an investment management company with a company with a, with a parent long history. 177 years at New York Life. So we'll continue working with our investments, boutiques, and all of that um, you know, to make sure that we build investment solution that fits the needs of advisors and investors. But we're going to continue to approach everything with a lot of thoroughness and a lot of integrity. Like, you don't get to be 177 years old without you know, doing things the right way. You're not Candrium, who has 25 years of experience. You know, who, you know, you you have to do things um, in the utmost uh, with utmost integrity. And New York Life, our parent company itself, has a deep commitment to corporate responsibility and education. And both of these tenets fit perfectly with with what we believe in in ESG investing. Well, and one thing I'll add to some of your comments there, and again, this was something I I discussed a little bit in a prior segment is. There are a lot of investors concerned about, quote unquote, greenwashing. And I've said for a long time, I do think the thematic approach, the the more targeted approach will resonate much better with investors. Because, again, I think it's easier for them to get their their head around exactly what these funds are doing and, and what they hold. So, uh, you know, clearly that's what you're doing here with the, the dual impact suite. But, Wendy, really enjoyed hearing your perspective this week. Uh, great topic. And thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Nate. That was Wendy Wong, Head of Sustainable Investment Partnerships at New York Life Investments.